this is the only product that I'm actually doing this much retargeting for, this much ads for, and it's obviously working. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. All right, welcome back to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. Once again, I've got Molly, Ralph, and Bree, aka Betty Rocker, on the show. Welcome back to the show, guys and gals. What's up? Good to be here. We're on the third episode of a, a three-part series on how specifically Betty Rocker has used the future of paid traffic strategies to blow up her business. And in the first two episodes, we talked about kind of the origin story and, and, and how she got started, why she got started, how she's been able to do, do so well. And then we went into kind of the first three actions that she did. Okay, walk you through that. And then on the last episode, we really walk you through that anchor piece of content. So right now, what we're going to do is we're going to walk you through, uh, kind of put it all together, uh, how she's able to get more conversions and the plan moving forward. So I asked you, Bree, you know, how are you transitioning people from this piece of content that they don't have to opt in for? You know, they're, they're not opting in. We don't have them on our email list. Like, how are you monetizing this stuff? Right. So uh, we just touched a little bit on this, but um, I told you how I have calls to action at the bottom of this blog post that talk about the two different meal plans that I have that are exactly like that post, but much more in depth. And of course, they're much longer and more extensive. But what I was finding, which was so interesting from the heat maps that I have on that particular blog post was that people weren't necessarily buying from that article. Instead, they were navigating to my programs page and they're buying there. And it's a lot because of the amplification of that post, but it's a lot because I just have a really easily navigable site that people can find my programs page and get the meal plans that they're looking for and potentially other programs that I have for sale as well. I think this whole strategy of running um, traffic to a non-gated blog post is just so money because it allows people to engage with all the other things I have on the blog as well and not just the blog post. We know that every visitor that hits that page, whether they're on a mobile device or a desktop device, we are adding that visitor. She is adding that visitor into her invisible list, okay, into her Facebook website custom audience, which is basically a remarketing list or retargeting list. What does that mean? If that means if a thousand visitors hit that page, she now has a thousand visitors inside that audience in Facebook that she knows has visited that specific page that she can now follow up the next day or a week later or later on that day with a different type of Facebook ad more, maybe it's a more promotional, maybe it's a something that's more about one of her programs, maybe it's about a lead magnet, maybe it's about one of her sales offers. Yeah, like we talked about in the the first few episodes of the podcast, guys, you know, she warmed them up. So she she was sending the cold traffic to the blog to say, you know, hey, my name's Betty Rocker and here's what I stand for. And here's what I really, really know a lot about. And I really care about this. And that was really the introduction. And then she started running traffic to the, the warm audience we talked about. You know, they weren't hot yet. They weren't buyers, but they were in between they were acquaintances. They knew Betty Rocker. And so when they saw an ad to opt in or buy, they were much more comfortable with that. Yeah. Which gives her higher relevance scores too, because she gets less negative feedback. She gets more people that will share it because they have already seen her before. She gave them, uh, it's like, I've talked about this before. We talked about this on the first few episodes. So make sure if you haven't listened to episode one, two, three, you know, you go back because we really walk you through all of this whole, you know, this strategy and, and the future of paid traffic, but you know nobody likes that guy you meet at a party and you shake his hands and 30 seconds later, he's trying to pitch you his financial planning services. Yeah. <laughs> nobody likes <laughs> that guy. Absolutely. Um, but 
if you meet that guy at a party or at a conference and he gives you a quick tip about financial planning or how to, you know, raise uh, college funding for your kids. And then the next thing he asks you is, you know, what kind of sports do they do? And he changes the subject. And then the next day you're on the way to work and you see a billboard with that same guy or same girl that you, that you met that gave you that great tip the night before, you know, a billboard that says, call this number, go to this website to, you know, get a risk, you know, and some kind of a financial evaluation or something like that. Do you think you're going to be have a higher likelihood of calling that number or going to that website and taking action? Of course you are, right? Because, oh yeah, it's that, that guy that gave me that great tip. So that's what we're doing here. So now when Bree follows people up with her awesome reach marketing campaigns, goodwill has been created. So let's talk about that. I, I'm really glad. I was like almost started laughing when you were talking about the website custom audiences because I totally spaced that I shouldn't do a campaign specifically to the audience from that blog post. Right. I just skipped right to, yep. um, let me just target all the people who haven't bought this product yet. And I'm going to do a testimonial video for that product because it's amazing. I have so many amazing testimonials from people who've used the body fuel system, which is one of my key products that teaches people about food and then gives them a plan to follow. So what's so cool about that website custom audience pixel is like, it's collecting the data for me all this time. So I can go back and build an ad and use that audience whenever I'm ready. And in the meantime, I've managed to increase my sales big time just by doing this testimonial video campaign, which is so awesome. A percentage of people that go to that blog post are going to eventually click either a banner on their sidebar, or they're going to click the link at the bottom of the post, or maybe they're going to use her menu. And they're, they're taken to her body fuel system sales page. And what she has right now is she created a video ad retargeting people on Facebook that have been to the body fuel system page but have not yet bought. So she's including everybody that has landed on that sales page and excluding everybody that has landed on the, the confirmation page, the, the sales confirmation page. So if they bought, they're taken to a sales kind of thank you confirmation page. Anybody that's landed on that, they're excluded in the audience. So she's only including people that have you know, landed on that sales page. So what we mean by skipping a step is normally what you'd want to do is you want to have some kind of ad targeting everybody that's been to the blog post, right? But But have not yet like, bought and then take them to the sales page. But she's not even doing that yet. And she's still having tremendous success. It's so smart because, you know, all you're doing with those retargeting videos is reminding someone of an action that that they didn't take. And they're so successful because it's really just following up on all of the hard work that you've done to, you know, take people through the sequence of paid traffic to build to build a relationship. You know, for example, for Traffic and Conversion Summit, we ran a video retargeting ad to everyone who had hit the sales page but didn't buy a ticket. And it was just a really quick video um, that Ryan shot in like three minutes. And it was just, hey, hey, hold on a second. Let me tell you, a, you know, a few really, really important reasons why you should attend this event. And that was, you know, one of our highest SROI campaigns that we've run just because we were following up. We had done all of the hard work and it was just a simple little ad that we could run to, to monetize and, and you know really follow up with people who didn't buy. And I think it's important to sort of give them the benefit of the doubt too when you're retargeting them. Oh, yes. Like, you just never want them to <laughs> assume, you never want, you know, to assume they said no, they just didn't have time, right? Busy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They right. got busy or either, you know, don't assume they said no or overcome an objection that they may, may have had. And Brie, that's why your video is awesome. Testimonials. It's just reinforcement for the sale, right? Here are, you know, here are people that think this, this product is awesome or maybe 
maybe here are a few reasons you might have thought, you know, X, Y, and Z, uh, but really I'm going to try to overcome those objections for the product. A great way to to really make some money and and it's quick and easy. So let's talk about your what you're doing with your video. Well, so the body fuel system itself, the sales page for that is almost like a little mini site. It has a navigation bar. So there's um, a success stories page right on there. The testimonials are built into the center of the video ad itself, the video on the sales page itself. So I extracted the the success stories portion and put it on its own page because I know how people work. Like they're not all going to sit there and watch an eight minute video. Like some of them are just going to click right away to the success stories tab and they're going to want to watch the success stories testimonial video on the sales page. And below that, I just have tons of before and after pictures. And then, of course, call to action by this product now. People spend a lot of time on this sales page, actually. And I think it's specifically because of that, because I have more opportunities for them to really get to know this. Because in this space, in health and fitness, man, people are so skeptical, as they should be. There's a lot of really bad products out there. And you know, people have been burned a lot of times, maybe, with, with this kind of stuff. So I want to give them as much information as possible so that they can make a good decision. So what I did with that success stories testimonial video was I I put that on Facebook to the custom audiences that we discussed. And instead of sending them back to the sales page, I actually sent them straight to the success stories page. Because I'm guessing that they've probably already seen this. Well, they've already seen the sales page because we're targeting people who've seen the sales page but haven't bought. But uh, maybe they haven't seen the success stories page yet. So I'm sending them straight to the success stories page. And uh, they can then see more proof of how this this program actually works. And then they feel more confidence in, in making a purchase. And hopefully they're much more warmed up at this point too because they've had an opportunity to engage with me uh, prior to that. Perfect strategy in so many different ways. You're with that strategy, like she said, she's taking them to a success stories, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe like Ralph and Molly said, maybe they got busy, but maybe there was some objections, right? They just weren't ready yet. So sometimes they just need more touches. Sometimes they need a different modality. So here it's kind of a different modality. It's video, but it's also a different version. It's a different page of her sales page. So, you know, if you're doing this and you don't have that situation set up, maybe you're using a video testimonial, bringing them back to the same sales page. Maybe you're doing a, an ad to a webinar. Okay. Maybe you're doing a video testimonial ad to a, uh, a webinar, or maybe you're doing a video testimonial and a, a video that's like talking about your whole product and the features and benefits. Maybe it's a three or four or five minute video on Facebook and it takes them right to the order form. You know, there's different things you can do. You can't think about this stuff as black or white. Like, okay, they did this. I need to do it exactly this way. You've got to think about what can I do with the assets that I have, the, my products or services, and how can I implement? That's what we're always trying to th- figure out. So whether it's a coaching client or a done-for-you client, and we take the assets they have, maybe they don't have video testimonials. Well, well, maybe they don't have video testimonials, so we take four screenshots of awesome text messages, Facebook comments that have like results, and we put those as the background as the landing page, right? Right. It's almost like for me, I couldn't put before and after pictures on Facebook because I know I really care about Facebook's policies. I don't want to get shut down. Right. And so I wanted to be responsible there. And so using a testimonials video with people who all have their shirts on (laughs) (laughs) and are all just talking about their experience using my program was amazing because then they land on a page that has a bunch of before and after pictures, but it's also got a video. It's just people talking about this and it's, it's legit. And I just what you were just saying, Keith, about how everyone has like a different setup. You know how if maybe your website has like different sections of content and you know how you can put the hash mark on a page and it jumps right to that section of your yep. page. Like that would be a great way to get people to like see your sales page in a different way to see a specific portion of it instead of like what they originally landed on at the top because maybe they didn't scroll down that far. 
I don't know if we have stats right now for actually like caught like what the results are coming in from that. But I know sales are coming in every single day. I've never seen as many sales for this product as I have now. And it's incredibly consistent. But this has been like the biggest seller. This is the only product I have a bunch that I'm actually doing this much retargeting for, this much ads for. And it's obviously working. Listen back to the two episodes ago. Bree's biggest frustration was getting off the hamster wheel and having to worry about doing these launches every three months or these 30-day challenges every you know a couple of months to, to bring in the revenue and then revenue going really being up and down, up and down. And so this is really where that can come in. And so it's really powerful. So now back to what we're working on now. Now, and then what we kind of figured the step that we skipped, right? So let's let's talk about what you're working on right now. Oh, I'm so excited because all of this website custom audience that we've been building on this blog post that's so killer and gives people such a great introduction to my brand, to what value they can find in my products and programs and like how they can connect with me. That audience is one of my most important audiences and I'm not targeting them at all for anything. So um, what we've decided to do is, uh, you know, that's me and my amazing Facebook coaches is to make um, some really cool video ads. And we're trying two or three different, we're going to try three different, I think three different things because I'm so amped about this. So, okay. So I guess the first one that I'm really excited about is that, you know, we've, we've done such a good job with those link post ads, right? Where people click an image and it goes straight to a, a post or a sales page. I'm going to do that first. So you guys already know, I really like making images. And so I'm going to take the success that I've had with making a great image for my blog post and make a killer image to my sales page, to the body fuel system itself. And I know to some of you guys, this might sound really backwards because they're like, why did you do that in the first place? I don't know. (laughs) I was just like more focused on getting people to read my blog and like engage with me that way. But what's so cool is being able to use that amazing website custom audience that I already built. All those people who are just engaging with my stuff now. And I'm going to be able to put this particular ad for the body fuel system right in front of them. When she said link post ad, what that is, is it's the most common ad you see on Facebook. It's where it's a page post link ad where the image is a clickable link. That's all that means. So it's, it's the most common one you see. It's you see a post and you've got some ad copy or just copy in the, in the post area. And then you've got an image. And if they click the image, it's, it redirects to either your blog or to your sales page. That's what she's talking about. So it's a traditional Facebook ad. When if you guys listened to the last episode, you remember how I was like so amped about creating the actual image for that blog post. So I'm going to just take that same enthusiasm that I have for making images and put it into making a new creative ad that is straight to my sales page. And that to me is just such a no brainer now because I'm going to be putting that in front of people who are so warmed up. They they already know exactly what this kind of content is all about. They're, they've shown interest by clicking already to go to that blog post and read that content. So I'm really excited for them to see this ad. I know that this will be an ad that will be very relevant to them and to what they want to know about. And, um, and, and you know, they need multiple opportunities to engage with that, that sales page. So I'm going to give them another opportunity there with that link post ad and that really good image um, and great copy that I'll add to it. And now if you're sitting here listening, your, your second step from your blog might be a webinar, right? It could be a lead magnet. So your situation right here with Bree, she knows she can get buyers right from her blog, her product, because it's a $47 product and her sales video is really good and all that stuff, right? But you might not have that. You might have a webinar you're driving traffic to. So 
imagine the same situation that she's using here. And maybe, maybe you're doing a, a link post ad that's taking them right to a webinar for somebody that's been to your blog, but hasn't yet opted in. So you can do the same thing. Or if you have like a tripwire type of offer, you might be able to take them right to your tripwire offer. If you're thinking about sort of the different levels of traffic and how well you know someone, you know, cold traffic, warm, hot, definitely refer to the first, you know, three episodes of the podcast because we're talking about, you know, traffic temperature and, you know, how well you know someone and what is an appropriate offer to make them at what point in the relationship, right? So, you know, just like Keith said, a webinar is not necessarily something that you should always take to cold traffic because for a webinar, someone has to you know, like you and know you well enough to give you time to and show up at a specific time to listen to something. So that is a more appropriate, you know, offer to make to a warmer audience. So yeah, it could be a lot of different things too. So if you're thinking, okay, I don't have a fitness website, I'm not, you know, Betty Rocker, but I have a free trial. I have a software plugin. Yes. I've got, you know, uh, right. a white paper. Maybe right. I'm a gonna, product you know, demo. You know, product a demo, book. an event. I, I sell books. You know, but like he said earlier, you know, this isn't black or white. You have to plug and play based off of your business. Just understand the overall strategy. I think you might be very entertained by this next strategy because of the video that I'm planning to use for this next ad. (laughs) So I'm going to do the same exact strategy basically, but instead of a link post ad to the sales page, I'm going to do a video ad to the sales page. Now there's a video, a sales video on the sales page. So I don't want to do the same video to the sales page. I'm all about entertaining my audience because I feel like they're so much more engaged when I can make them laugh or make them um, be like, damn, that's crazy. You know, when they're watching a content piece, right? If if I'm going to educate, I want to also entertain a little bit. Um, And that's why the body fuel system is every macronutrient is one of the Avengers characters so that people understand that your nutrients work as a team in your body. And that's like fun for them to read. So I take that same approach with my, with my video. So the video I'm actually going to run for this next ad is it's one that got over a half a million views on YouTube. And it's, it's this really funny video where I'm in the kitchen and it starts out kind of serious. I'm making a green smoothie and I'm talking to you about like all the ingredients, the benefits that they have to you. It's, I call it the war your green smoothie. I talked to you about like how it's so good for you. And so it establishes me as an expert, a nutrition expert. So remember, I'm targeting the same audience here, the people who have already landed on that blog post. So they're warmed up to me. They know my personality a little bit. They know I'm going to talk to them about food and they might learn something in this video. So they're learning something. And then I get to the part where I'm going to blend the smoothie and I like blend the smoothie and I start doing burpees. And if you guys don't know what a burpee is, it's a uh, squat thrust push-up jump. And so while the, the smoothies blending, I just bust out like 20 burpees on the kitchen floor. And it's, it's kind of funny and random. And one of the ways that I know people watch all the way to the end, because at the end, I pour two glasses of the smoothie. I do one for me and one for you, the viewer. And then I rip off my shirt and like pound the screen smoothie. And I'm like sweating and it's like great. Like it just looks, it's sexy, but it's also edgy and it's fun. And I talk about the body fuel system. Like if you want to find out how to incorporate green smoothies every day into your into your daily eating, check out my new book, The Body Fuel System. And then it's, it's the end. It's just a really soft sell. But um, so I'm taking that video because it's already pre- proven. It's a great content piece. I know it's going to be like entertaining, fun, great value. Um, Whether they buy or not, it's going to help them. And uh, I'm going to add some overlays, some call to action overlays on this video that are relevant to the ad on Facebook. And that video is going to link straight to the sales page, which is going to have a totally different video where I'm in the same kitchen though, talking about the body fuel system and getting a little more serious and a little more in depth. 
but the same sort of general feel and vibe. And then they can get that product that I promised them that I'm talking about in the video. Uh, and when she just said overlay there, a uh, call to action overlay, uh, that's what she means is adding text to your video because it's a video that's already been done, right? And so it's just adding a quick little text overlay in editing. We're going to go over way more detail, Facebook video ads and upcoming episodes. We've touched on it a little bit already, but don't worry, we're going to go into a lot more detail. So make sure you stay tuned for some upcoming episodes on that. And we're also going to be following up in a few weeks with how Bree's doing with her new strategy. So we're all excited about this. And this is awesome how this all came about. Um, so super excited about that. Notice how she already has a video on her sales page, but she's using a different video. If you don't have a freaking amazing video like she just talked about just now. Um, just it's okay. You know, do a different video. Maybe it's a 30 second testimonial video. Maybe it's something to you. Maybe you don't do a video. You just do the link post ad for now. Or you test out this third strategy, which she's going to be doing, which is. <laughs> yeah, this one is crazy awesome. I'm so excited about this. Um, so I'm taking the sales video, the original sales video from the Body Fuel System sales page. And I'm since you already explained what the call to action overlay is, that's great because that's exactly what I did is I took that original video and I customized the call to action overlays as if it were in the Facebook newsfeed, which is exactly where it's going to be. Keith shared this badass strategy recently where he's reminding us to... Because when the video plays in the newsfeed, it's on silent. And so you got to tell people to click the click it to make it have a volume. Gosh, I just can't say enough about like having you guys to coach me. I mean, because everything changes on Facebook constantly. And so having you guys to like make these suggestions. So I don't waste time doing an ad where I would have had to go back and do it again. Like knowing this little ninja trick ahead of time. Great. I'm making my brand new ad have all of the best possible attributes so that it will get the most plays, the most listens. And it's going to be awesome. So that's what I did right in the beginning. And I'm just right now in the middle of the beginning stages of putting this together because I'm actually doing all three of these things simultaneously and I'm going to launch them all next week and I can't wait to tell you how they all go. So I'm going to do this this, this video that's the Body Feel System sales video with these call to actions, with that initial thing that gets people to listen to it because I'm talking obviously. So they need to click the audio. And then there's other calls to action that I've inserted throughout it that really stand out. I actually am using like a hot pink and I've seen hot orange. It looks really good or really bright blue or something that really would stand out and um, really be eye-catching because I'm telling people click the link in this post to get this now because instead of sending them back to the sales page i'm taking them straight to the order form and i think that is so ninja and i can't wait to see how it performs yep we've got a, we've got a coaching client who's doing this right now and, and they're getting killer roi and it's been in high volume on it so um, it can work. It's just got to be the right thing. And for her, we're starting, they're going cold traffic doing it. <laughs> so we're talking like two, three, four, five thousand a day in some cases, but, um, but it works best in mobile in their situation. So uh, real quick touch on, you're doing two different calls to action, one for mobile, one for desktop. Like my costs per click or a cost per lead might be cheaper for mobile, but my conversions are cheaper with desktop because my, my order form is more optimized for desktop, which is a whole other subject in itself. But What's interesting, of course, is I'm going to target both desktop and mobile for all of these ads to see how they perform. I'm going to use a different, slightly different call to action in both of these videos. Because when you think about it, if you if you look in the newsfeed and you're on your, your laptop or your desktop computer, you have the video, it plays, and you can see the text around the video the entire time you're watching it. But then if you're on your phone, it's completely different. The whole screen gets filled up by the video. And then what's really sweet is that there's this cool little 
button that pops up from Facebook. So whatever you select when you're making your ad at the end, you can add a call to action, of course. And you can say, watch more, learn more, uh, download now. But when you're on mobile, what's sweet about that is that actually shows up on the ad the entire time on, on the video itself in your mobile device. I mean, it's sick. And because if you click it, it takes you right to whatever the link is. You don't have to wait till the end of the video to click the link. It's so cool. So I guess that's why I'm going to have a different call to action in the mobile and desktop version. Because if I say, click the link in the ad on the mobile version, that's not going to be relevant because they're going to be like, wait, what, what is she talking about? Do I have to click out of the video now? No, I'm going to say on the mobile one, I'm going to say, click the button to get the body feels system now. And they're going to know what button because it's going to be there in the video the whole time it's playing and vice versa for the desktop. Did I explain that well, Keith? Yeah, you explained it really, really well. And if you're recording, don't stress too much out. If you're recording a video for this, like I said, we're going to go into way more detail on video ads and how to make your video. I've got literally a blueprint of what to have in your video as far as content. When you're recording it, you know, feel free to say, click the link in this post or the button you see here. So that's what I do. I just say in both. That way I don't have to record twice and have two totally different videos. But then like in her case, she's using a video that's already been, it's already done, right? She recorded this video two years ago or whatever. Yeah, it's and like my oldest sales video. Yeah, so going into editing, like using ScreenFlow or iMovie, it takes like two minutes to add a call to action. So she's just going to do one for mobile and one for desktop because typically we like to separate those out into different ad sets anyways. Um, this right now is like, if, you're, if that, this stuff's over your head, it's totally ninja. Don't worry about it at all. Just listen to the overall strategy and be excited that you can maybe implement this down the road. She's not even doing this right now. She's getting killer results. So this is just totally ninja stuff that we're excited about. Yeah, but and if you guys remember the last few episodes where I shared with you where I didn't think I would ever be here. I mean, this is awesome for me. I was like that person who, you know, has like 50 pounds to lose. And I can't even imagine how it would feel to be fit and healthy and be able to do all the things I wanted to do. And I'm, you know, I was struggling financially when I first started running my Facebook ads. And I was, and I mean, you know, like, so I was like the most unfit person in this, in this advertising space. And I've continuously just persevered and haven't given up. And that's exactly why now I can talk about these ninja strategies with some, a little bit of confidence. I still don't have all the language down for Facebook, but I'm getting there. And I just, I'm just, and it's only been five months. Brie, I think, I think that's so important too, and really speaks to what we talked about earlier. You know, it's not under, it's not as black and white and, and, you know, traffic isn't a checklist. You know, I checked off all of the boxes, therefore this should work. It's really understanding, you know, the bigger picture and that really the function of traffic is, is to bring people and, and prospects closer to you and, and to, to allow them to get to know you and, and hopefully buy something. And I think that's what you understand. And that's why, um, you're seeing such, you know, success with us. And I just want to say bravo and, you know, you know, give you a hand yourself because yeah, I mean, that's where it all stems from is, is implementing, like I said before, repetition. If you don't have the budget to be running ads yet, set a $5 a day fan building ad, or if your funnel isn't ready yet, practice running ads. When we were at Facebook corporate, Ralph, Molly, and me in Austin at the Facebook advertising headquarters, Remember at the end, what I told the guy would be one amazing thing that they could have. I wish they did was a simulator. Okay. Mm, like the, flight the simulator. Yeah. Like a flight simulator. Like we use to, 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 yes. you know, I learned how to fly airplanes in a simulator. I get my license before I even get into the plane. When, when I learn how to fly a, a jet aircraft and, um, I wish Facebook had that, like some of the financial, like trading software do, but you know what they don't. And it's a bummer. 
But you can do that yourself. You can go in there and practice and submit campaigns and then uh, pause them. And then that's when all the, the trainings that we're, that we're running will make way more sense or the execution guides that Molly's got will make a lot more sense to you. And that's what Bree has been able to do. And she didn't give up like most people do. Yeah, so true. And I think it's important to mention that you listening to this episode, especially the stuff that we just talked about, is really fairly advanced. And it's really only come on the scene in the last month or so. And the guys that actually showed us this sort of stumbled on it one, you know, one weekend and all of a sudden they're like, oh my God, their ads were just blowing up from an ROI perspective. But you don't have to do everything we've talked about in these three episodes here. And if you haven't listened to the first two with Bree, definitely go back and listen to them. The point is, is that it's not linear. You have to sort of think about my audience, my target, my avatar. Why is it? What it, what do they want? What's their biggest pain? What do they want? And if you've gotten them into your universe through capturing them through a website custom audience or clicking on an ad, getting to a blog post or opting in for a lead magnet, like what will make them get to the next step? Like think a lot of this stuff is really about thinking like your customer. You know, if it were me, what would push me over the edge here? Here we are talking about, you know, the fitness and weight loss space in essence. And very, very uh, skeptical audience. The audiences on, on Facebook, I think by and large are skeptical anyway, but thinking about, you know, what can make me really more genuine to show them my stuff actually is really good. And it is a logical end result for you to purchase because you want to get the results that I'm telling you about. So testimonial videos, case studies, whatever you happen to have, you know, just assets that you have within your company that can convince that customer or that prospect to ultimately become a customer. And you know what? If you if you don't like have all that ninja stuff yet, if you get one piece of anchor content like it's ungated and you and you put some time into that and you start running some small budget traffic to that, you're going to watch your website custom audiences build every single day and it's going to be motivating. It's like generating a you know 100 leads a day if you're getting 100 visitors a day. Yeah. And it's going to be really motivating for you and it's going to inspire you to create more and build a more complex funnel. I guarantee it. It's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not motivation, but it's it's. Um, well, it keeps you going because yeah. I mean, I think we and we did this on a client call yesterday. Keith and I said, like, "Oh well, I've spent a hundred dollars this week, but what have I gotten?" I said, "Well, here's your audience. Let's show an audience. You've got a thousand people on your website, custom audience. Think about that as a thousand leads." People who have raised their hand and said, "Your stuff is good. I like it. I'm going to consume it," and you know potentially sell me the solution, Yep. you know, which is the next logical step. So think about it that way, you know, take little wins and, you know, it, and it was, you know, week by week by week that Bree's gotten to the point now where we're doing some fairly ninja stuff, but anyone can do it. You just have to take action and, and just do the simple things. So true. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not like, I'm a three-time college dropout. I don't have uh, that kind of degree. I'm not a business person. I have a small team of one person basically behind me who I've only had for a year. So if you think you can't do this because you have a million reasons why you can't, just think of all the reasons why you can. And remember that I'm just one person who figured it out day by day, week by week, just like Ralph just said. Absolutely. So what do you think? Take you down to come on in you know, a few more weeks and give us a little update. Oh yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to tell you how I how I did. Awesome. All right, cool. Well, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this episode up. Uh, make sure you, you head to the show notes and make sure, like we said, go back to the earlier episodes if you haven't done that yet. And um, once again, thanks a lot, Marie, for coming on. We really appreciate it. And uh, until the next episode, talk to you all soon. 
You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. Now, if you'd like to get all the resources that we mentioned in this show, just go to digitalmarketer.com forward slash episode 06. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash episode 06. I wanted to interrupt the end of this podcast with a quick update. We recorded this episode with Betty Rocker a little over a month ago, and we're in post-production right now. And two updates. One is that Facebook has made another big change and actually an enhancement, which I'm super excited about. We talked about on this episode how desktop video ads do not have the call to action button on the video player. Only mobile video ads do. Well, that has finally changed. So now both mobile video ads and desktop video ads have the call to action button that shows up on the video itself immediately after it starts playing. This is huge. Instead of waiting till the very end, it shows up the entire way. So you don't have to have like a different video for mobile and a different video for for desktop if you were to do that anyway. So that's a huge thing. The other thing is that (laughs) I'm super excited for Brie to come back on. We have not interviewed her yet for for her return call, but I am super excited because she is kicking butt. She has implemented the stuff she talked about. Uh, can't wait to share with you the results of the specifics of why that video that she talked about that, that is working so well, the smoothie video is just killing it. And there's a few reasons why, and it's not just the video. Uh, and there's other parts about it that we're going to talk about. She's also added some other key elements to her machine. And we're going to be talking about all of that. Basically, she continues to do what the whole premise of the show is build goodwill and generate continual customers coming in every single day. And one of the most exciting parts about Bree's success is that she does not follow the quote unquote formula for, for videos or video sales letters. She just speaks from the heart. Okay. That's the key. Once you understand what type of message to put out there, how to use these tools at your disposal and you speak from the heart, you can truly have really good success. So super excited to to share everything she's doing now when she comes back on. So make sure you stay subscribed to the show. All right, until the next episode, talk to you soon.